there's so much to be happy about and there's so many people to inspire and to give back to and I feel like I, I just really am really trying to find more of my purpose in that especially you know with everything I do in my current business like with the app and, and all of these things like we really try and make our business for other people like how can we make their lives better make their lives easier like what what's our you know driving purpose because otherwise it's just a bunch of stuff You're listening to the Almost 30 Podcast, hosted by Krista Williams and Lindsay Simsek. Almost 30 started as a conversation about the transition from our 20s to our 30s. But then we realized life is full of transitions. So we expanded our mission. We are an intuition-led, wellness-focused lifestyle podcast that promises to deliver authentic conversations, diverse points of view, and insights rooted in optimism, growth, and intention. The Almost 30 Nation community is a group of purposeful dreamers who are smart, passionate, and always seeking the full potential in every aspect of their lives. At Almost 30, we're making magic together. We dream it, and then we do it. Thanks so much for tuning into the Almost 30 Podcast. Here we go. Welcome back to the pod, y'all. Welcome back to Almost 30 Podcast. I hope you're having a great day today. Let's Uh, take a breath. (sighs) It's weird that I've been able to notice my breath more while here in New York. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I think now that it's a part of my life, I really notice it. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. I I like it, obviously, but because it's so like chaotic and loud sometimes, you would think that I'd be holding my breath, but I don't know. Really digging in. I'm really digging into it. Yeah, I was telling you about that soul cycle class I was in with the instructor and she was so hot and she was breathing. It was like, yeah. I was like, wow, how are men in this class <laughs> taking this? Or how are men or women that like well, women? Because I was into that woman. It was. She was like, let's all take a breath. I was like, oh. <laughs> Literally, I was like, like, why oh. am I feeling this way? Honestly. She was like whipping her hair around. I was like, oh. I mean. But it made she, class fun. She, yeah. She's one of the sexiest of all time beyond <laughs> beyond i took um i appreciate a girl that's got it yeah and owns it i took uh forward space mm-hmm. uh with rachel and who you know uh formerly from from soul but damn dancing in a club i forgot how fun that was like yeah. it was like dancing in a club and it was so inclusive in the sense like everyone was different levels like it was so much fun. You never felt like, uh oh, I can't do this, or all the good people are up front. It was so like mixed in that way, and the sound system was I insane. Mean, I've never heard anything like it. Wow. Like they've done something different there, and I don't know what it is, but it was so much fun. If you're in New York, forward space, like if you want to just fucking rip it at the club, it wow. was so fun. Yeah, she's powerful. She's so Rachel's powerful. powerful. When I first met her, I was like, "Wow, you're captivatingly powerful." Yeah, but in a really warm way, mm-hmm. which is special. Yeah. Um, if you guys didn't know, at this time we're recording, we're in New York. Yes. We've been on tour. So we have I've been in New York for about a week 
a little over a week now. We're going to be here for about two weeks. And um, we had our live show with Heather McMahon. We had our show at the Assemblage with Aaron Clare on human design. And then we had our show with Stuart Pierce on voice alchemy which was awesome. And we've been doing tons of interviews while, while here, including the one with Tezza that we have today, yeah. which have been insane. Couldn't wait to put it out. I know. She's, she was incredible. And, you know, I know you've known her for, known of her for yeah, quite like, some time. I was, I was like, oh, yeah. that's kind. Known of her. Virtual no. <laughs> and uh, admired her for a long time. But I had, you know, just in the last year, like really seen her work and her evolution kind of went back and creeped on it. And holy mother, like, I just, I so admire someone who is, they just like bow down to their own uh, creativity that's running through them. Like they just get out of the fucking way and she just like rolls. It's so cool. And she's fucking cool in person. Like she's, an she's icon. just so nice, funny, no, like low maintenance, y'all. Low maintenance. Chill. Huh. dressed to the dressed dressed to, to the nines dressed to the nines perfection <laughs> wearing this of course so very tells wearing the perfect outfit with the perfect Prada bag perfect looking like a runway model just like yeah she's amazing and I have followed her since Aubrey our dear friend Aubrey Winters uh you can follow on Instagram. She's, she's an icon as well. Mm -hmm. She introduced me to Tezza maybe two years ago and I've seen her, her journey just from that point and then going back. And what is very special about her is that she is a leader. She's doing what everyone is starting to do now. She's like started the trend of so many things on Instagram and she's really followed her, like anything that any voice that she's heard to create to help people. So through her book, she gives everyone every tip you would ever need. It's called Insta Style to create the post that she does. Staging, lighting, posing, filters, all of that. And then she even created the Tezza app to give people the filters and the ability to to adjust your photos like she does. Cause that was one of her main selling points was her ability to filter and um edit her photos in yeah. such a crazy way. So it's like and that's what I've really actually am coming to full coming around to see in the space that we're in and with the people that we interview is that the people that I admire share all of their secrets because they know that it's really them that is the differentiating factor and not the actual secret. So if it's like Jenna Kutcher, Jenna Kutcher gives everything away pretty much about what she does, how she created her business, how she's done everything. And it's really her that's the differentiator. So people will have all of these things, but they're never going to be her. Same with Tessa. They can have all these things, but they're never going to be her. And that's been really inspiring to me because you think, it's, you know, it goes with the collaboration is over competition, definitely, but it just speaks more to the power of people's uniqueness, yeah. you know, as what is so captivating. Yeah. And I think it speaks to like, there's something about the energy of coming from a lack or fear mentality that someone's going to take it and do it better and step on, step on you and, and keep on going up, whatever, rather than what, sh what she does and Jenna Kutcher does is really help and empower others to do something with that in that same space, not fearful that they'll do it better. You know, like I think more opportunities come to them because 
they are not operating from that place. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, complete exactly, completely. Yeah. And it was really cool. So during Tess's interview, we got really deep. You know, we talked mm-hmm. about some things that are very special to her as it relates to her family, which you guys will hear. I was crying. I just, I, I just, I am so, I feel so lucky and I feel so excited for you guys to listen because you see this person online, so beautiful, so talented. Her husband Cole is a, a doll, it's gorgeous, doll. baby doll, baby doll with great style, <laughs> who's super smart and amazing, who uh, works with her on the Teza app. But you see this person and you actually, I didn't really know much about her personally. So I feel really lucky that we got to sit in on this conversation with her and then bring, you know, this softer or not this softer side, but just this side of her that you guys may not know. Sure. Yeah. It was really, really powerful. Um, and I'm glad she felt same. That, you know what Goodness I mean? Like, gracious. Not to pat us on the back at all. It's more just like, I'm so, it's really, really nice when we can create that space. So you can find Tezza on Instagram at T-E-Z-Z-A. She is a photographer, musician, creative director. She is the founder of By Tezza. So they make cute, cute, cute sunglasses, which are amazing. She's in a band. She's a singer, musician, uh, the bando, and she wrote InstaStyle. And she also created the Tezza app, which has over a million people that use it every month, which is insane. Our entire team uses it. Every creative that I know uses it. What I really like about the Tezza app is the ability to edit video. So I actually never found something that allowed me to put filters on video that I liked or change and edit and sharpen, uh, increase detail on videos. So if you guys are a creative or not, the Tezza app is an amazing tool to make your videos and photos that much better. Yeah. Chloe and her team is number one fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she freaked out when she met Tezza. Um, and we also wanted to shout out Tommy, fake Tommy Kramer on Instagram. Give him a follow y'all, but he came on tour on, on part of this leg with us and we're just so grateful. He's so easy to work with and fun to be so fun funny and just i mean he's with a crew of of gals like running around you know being loony and he's such an even person within it all and i just just love that we can fuck with him i love that we can fuck with him totally and he gives it right back gives it right back (laughs) he had to so we got a beautiful apartment by sonder so we've been staying with sonder all over the country on tour it's um they take luxury apartment buildings and they make them airbnb so it's the shit you can use code almost 30 but anyway so we've been staying in one we have all these beautiful rooms all the girls are in the room because we have a big team and then tommy got the pull out because you know guys and we were like, Tommy, like, are you going to, you know, maybe next time in a year, we'll be able to get you your own room. And he's like, man, I'm going to miss the good old days on the couch. <laughs> it's just like, he just rolled with everything. Like he let us like go on his dating app for him. Yeah. We went on, which is nice. Bumble. Yeah. It was Bumble. We swiped it was great, for him. Great profile. We approved of his profile. It was a great profile. Yeah. And, uh, we were swiping for him a little bit. It was, it was sweet. His profile was like the only like breaker is like you have to be over 211 lol yeah he's like photographer needs to be over 211 for me to consider you (laughs) so cute his photos were all like blurry with him his his guy friends it was like him and 20 guy friends you didn't even know which one was him it was beautiful (laughs) he's like but this one shows my smile like when i'm happy yeah i was like oh god he's like that's when like the cubs won the pennant yeah he's like that's the happiest moment of my life why wouldn't i put that up i was like 
totally you're right right. tea creamy tea creamy um yeah he's the best so at fake tommy kramer his his work is really really good and special to us you know he gets it he totally gets it all right this episode is special we appreciate you listening if this resonates with you share it with someone else who you think it would resonate with. If you share on social media, we always appreciate it. We'll, we'll share it on our end and thank you for rating and reviewing. We love you so much. Yeah. We love you so much. We'll read uh, a review of the week on the end. And just so you know, we have our last tour dates coming up. We're in Australia in November. If you're in LA, November 9th, Jenna Zoe, our human design reader is going to be coming in for a human design workshop. It's a long workshop at Calamigos Ranch in Malibu, which is our favorite place. And then we have our live show. Can't wait. December 7th. Uh, that is happening at the Dynasty Typewriter Theater at the Hayworth in LA. We are so excited about that. Tickets are on sale now. Go to almost30podcast.com slash tour. We cannot wait to see you. And also we'll be in Miami as well uh, yes. in December. So, you know, we're still working, y'all. Till the end of the year. Still on the road. <laughs> All right. We love you. Enjoyed this one. I am juggling quite a bit lately. I have a new baby, um, six months in, and uh, we are finishing our book and running a business and a marriage and a house. And um, it's just a lot, but everything is all good and just my dream, but it's a lot. But I have found that if my health routine is on point, then everything runs smoothly. And one huge piece of that routine is my supplementation. And Symbiotica has just always been a constant in my routine. Uh, If you haven't heard of Symbiotica, they're a health and wellness company that does everything with intention. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Like I know them. (laughs) Shervine has been on the podcast many times. I just have seen how passionate, how incredibly intelligent, how dedicated he is to creating products um, that are clean, plant-based, without toxic or harmful chemicals, which we need more of that in the world. Um, So let me just run you through what I'm taking. Um, I take the vitamin D3 K2. It's the liposomal form. I just squirt 12 little pumps in my mouth every single morning. I also take their B12. Um, I'm also obsessed with the liposomal vitamin C. I have these little packets whether it's winter or whatever season, it's obviously great for immunity, but it also um, is amazing because it has biotin, one of nature's most beautifying ingredients. Uh, So I've seen an improvement in my skin, hair, and nail growth as well. I do have mom brain, um, but I'm doing my best to just support my brain health in any way. So for brain health, focus and memory, I really love taking their liposomal magnesium L3 and 8. Um, it's an innovative form of magnesium that is able to cross the blood brain barrier. It supports brain health, mood, immune system function, and overall well-being. It's incredible and tastes amazing. It's like this yummy vanilla cream flavor. That's the thing with uh, Symbiotica products. They taste unbelievable. So it really makes taking all of these supplements so easy, so yummy. And I actually look forward to it. So if you want to give Symbiotica a try, there is no better time. Right now is the time. Symbiotica.com, C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A. Use our code almost 30, 20% off site-wide. So major. And then when you bundle and subscribe, which I highly recommend because you never want to run out of anything, uh, you're going to get an extra discount. So just do it up. Symbiotica.com and use the code almost 30 for 20% off site-wide.
This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Oh, therapy, y'all. I don't know. I just, I don't know what I did before therapy, to be completely honest with you. I think I was kind of a mess, but you know, found it when I was meant to, but I have been going to therapy for about six years now, which is so crazy. So crazy, but it has changed my life and I will continue to invest in therapy for as long as I can. I feel like it has totally, totally made my relationships better, made my career better. I am a better mom. I am a better wife. I'm a better friend. I'm a better daughter and sister. Y'all, it's just the gift that keeps on giving. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do, this is it. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. If you get matched and you're like, yeah, not quite a fit, they make it easy and it's free to change. But I've had a lot of friends try BetterHelp and love it. So I really, really encourage you to start therapy. It's been the best decision I've ever made for myself. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash almost 30 today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash almost 30. You grew up in Utah. Yeah. There's like an interesting creative. It's, I know. What is the deal? I, I don't know, other than I would say, like, I think because it's kind of more religious of right? a state, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think that people, like, because they don't go out and party as much, people are like, you know, you grow up, everyone's kind of music oriented, like, and there's a big art scene. Right. Like, it just kind of exists. So. Mm-hmm. That is so true. Actually, because I was wondering about that, like, when you grew up in Utah, I was like, what was your relationship with the religious community, the LDS community or being in that space because we have friends that are part of it and we have friends that weren't that grew up there and it's such an interesting it's such an interesting place to grow up. Like it's safe, it's beautiful, everyone's nice but I think that's such a good way to put it that if I wasn't like drinking or like doing all the dumb stuff, my creativity would have been able to like be more expressed. Yeah, and you're like trying to find things to do. Like I feel like you know, on the weekend, people like get together and like do interesting things. So, like, I, I would say the culture is like definitely changing. Yeah. yeah. Like every time I go back, I'm like, oh, okay, like, mm-hmm. well, like in a good way. Totally. Like more diversity and things like that. Um, and like, I don't know. I think it's like getting better, but I, I, I do think like there is something to say about that. I, I don't know what it would be like if I grew up somewhere else. I, yeah. You know. Totally. Mm-hmm. What's your like? What does your family think? Of everything, like family, I friends. Know. I think no matter where you grow up and you have accomplished what you've accomplished and in such a um, relatively new space of, of social media and just entrepreneurship in general, because not right. everyone has always been an entrepreneur. It's not always been the cool thing to do. Mm-hmm. So like, what do they, what do they think? I mean, in this topic, I'm actually so, so lucky because... Yeah. My family is like 100% not just supportive, but like that's what we all do. Mm-hmm. So like my mom is an interior designer and she like started her business on her own when wow. she was like 22. She didn't even go to school for it. And now she like, you know, designs homes all over the country. She's wow. super successful. So like, I think for me, I grew up seeing that and that was just like pretty much like all I knew, right? Yeah. Like I of course. remember being a kid and like started teaching art classes when I was 12 to like all the neighbors because I, and I was just trying to find not even just a way to make money but like figure out you know I don't know I like wow. like being a part of 
like a community and starting my own business. So like that was something I, I love that. Just did. Yeah. I'd be like, I want to do it because I want to be the boss. <laughs> be like everyone come to my class. This is what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. Well, you should have been there. I mean, you could have taken over, girl. No. Yeah. So, and my dad was um, an art publisher and he also started his own business. So it's just kind of like what we do. My cousins all paint for a living. My aunt's wow. an amazing jewelry designer. It's just like we're all in the arts. I don't. My uncle's a lawyer, and that's about it. Everyone else does something kind of like you know. Wow. Self, whatever. So right. I think that like I'm obviously, you know, have found my little niche, and my family's super supportive. But I also still feel like I'm on this journey. You know, so I don't ever feel like I don't feel like I've arrived in any way. I'm just still trying to figure it That's out. That's what's mm-hmm. so funny is mm-hmm. in doing this podcast we realize we have people on like you just like absolutely at beyond what anyone would ever expect as their goal to be. You know, you are mm-hmm. beyond like in what you're doing just like what anyone would want as their goal as far as accomplished being accomplished, but people are never there. You know, yeah. you're never like, yeah, this is it. You know, like you're never like, this feels really good. Like this is like a part of it. But through the beginning part of your journey, you know, from when you started it, what what was like the, the doing music, doing Instagram, being digital? Did you ever have a a job that was not creative or what was your job career trajectory like? Yeah. So I did not. I I was always just really in the arts I guess like from I started a photography business when I was 16 and it was just I actually didn't know much but I loved taking pictures and so I was trying things out and started making money and getting hired for things so I kind of saw the potential there and that was my first job and then I you know did a million other things in between but always did that to support me and then I, I did end up going to school for photography so that obviously became a much more advanced like thing but ever since then that was kind of just how I learned how to run my own business I guess I would say did any one of those pull you more than the other at one point and did you kind of have to have like a a talk with yourself about what you pursue or what was that like yeah like I think it's so interesting because I I'm still kind of on that journey in a way like I said but you know when I was in high school I remember becoming obsessed with fashion design and like I was a tomboy if you ask anybody that knew me before like I was so tall that I didn't know how to be myself and I really didn't under I was too afraid to dress up because then I was like people are gonna notice me I'm already like standing out you know and then I remember like one day I just started wearing the things I actually wanted to wear and it was like awesome and it was a huge shift for me and I think a confidence like change for me that I decided oh my gosh like I can be me and own Mm. this and it's cool like I can be weird and that's cool you know and that kind of sounds like maybe cheesy or or, you know I'm sure other people go through much harder things but that was always a challenge for me and like learning to own that and and be myself if you're tall out there wear heels girls it's really fun just own it but yeah and so I kind of started getting really into fashion design and my mom like I said she was just this like anything I wanted to do, she's like, let's do it. How do we do it? You know, what's the plan here? So, and she always was like, figure it out on your own. Like she wasn't there like doing every step of the way. She was really like, make the call, like talk to somebody. I'm like, okay. You know, I yeah, hate like, it. I'm 12. <laughs> yeah. She's like, she would dial the number, hand me the phone. I'm like, no. I don't want to ask these questions. And I, she's like, you have that was to. Love her. Yeah. She's a queen. You guys need to have her She's on. a queen. Honestly. She's hilarious. She'll too. teach us everything. Yeah. I'm still just like calling her out. Like, what do I do? <laughs> she's like, hold on. Let me connect yeah. you. This is <laughs> she's like, she three ways someone. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Um, but yeah, so I was like super into fashion design and I figured 
that you could out that you could go to school for fashion design. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't have like I have an older brother, but he wasn't in college, so I didn't really understand the whole college thing yet. Yeah. And so she was like, You can move to New York and go to school right now if you want. Like I was sixteen, I was still in high school. I'm like, What do you mean? So I figured it out. I applied to like this Parsons program and I got in and I got to I came and I lived here. How old were you? A 16. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. And it was like... And you lived alone? Life-changing. Yeah. I lived just in Greenwich Village, like in the dorms. Wow. With some other girls. And I like learned so much. I was like, oh my gosh, I can do whatever I want. You know, like just yes. being that independent, that that young, I, I felt like, oh, okay. Like you can just, if you want it, you can go get it. Right. So that was a really big experience yeah. for me. And I did love the fashion design. I think I, I mean, I still definitely do, but... I, when I came back home, I kind of started like collecting magazines and I was like, I love magazines. I want to start a magazine because I just loved how many different stories you could tell Mm -hmm. in a magazine. And Mm -hmm. I would rip out like all my favorite pictures. And then I kind of realized, oh my gosh, it's like these pictures that are really hitting me because they're telling a story about the clothes. It's not just like making the clothes, but I loved like that whole process. And I think that like that kind of still comes through in my work today, just because I, love the storytelling part and so that's when I was like that's what I'm gonna do I'm gonna go to school for more like the photography stuff wow. um but in between I was yeah doing and little my, did you know you're a supermodel you're oh like, my gosh you just no. happened to be a supermodel <laughs> no, too no no you're sweet you're sweet um but yeah like so I I think I kind of like uh, was doing the music as well which was such a great creative outlet and the music thing I mean we can get all into that if you want there's yeah. a that's like a big emotional experience that really changed my life. And I think kind of led me to where I am now, but you know, the music industry is such a different industry, but like also the same at the same time, I think you have a lot of people trying to tell you who to be or what to do. And, and it's really hard to just stick to what you believe. I think like there are so many, it's kind of the same with, you know, being an influencer, I guess, like you see so many trends and you're like, do I copy that? Do I follow that? Am I off? Cause I don't want to do that. You know, like all those types of things. But yeah, the music thing, like my sister was an incredibly talented musician. She was like, she was singing since she was born. She would mm. walk around the house singing, sing it to people at restaurants, all this kind of thing. And she started writing music and I was really good at playing piano and stuff. And we were like, maybe we should try writing music together. So we started this little band. It's called Sophie and Tessa. <laughs> and we played, you know, all around. We did like little tours, all this stuff. It was, it was a ball. Um, and she was just How did you promote so and like get your stuff out there? So it was like the t- day and age of Facebook. What, like I remember when Facebook <laughs> came out, it was a big deal. Like it's kind of like, you know, that's why Instagram's so cool is because people have like access to so many other people so fast now. And that's kind of what, I mean, we had MySpace too. Yeah. Gosh, of let's, let's take it back. Oh my God. I know. Don't forget. And how old were you when you were touring? Cause you're, I mean, we were like, I York. was 17. Whoa. I had come back and we started doing this, um, like right when I came back. And so that was kind of like, Ooh, okay. This is another interesting thing that right. I really love. And so yeah, we did that for like a couple of years. And that's when I was trying to decide if I should come back to New York to go to school full time. But we had this music thing going and I thought, well, you know, I love it. And we had just started talking to like people in LA and, and all this stuff. So I was like, let's just see where this goes, you know? Mm. And not to get emotional, guys. No. Oh, bless. But um, my first year into college, my, my sister unexpectedly passed away. Oh. And it was like really um, just... 
you know, life-changing to have, you have your best friend and you have like a life plan at that age. It feels like everything, you know? And it was just like gone. And um, Mm. she was like, also, I'm a much, sorry. No, (laughs) don't be sorry at all. Didn't expect this. Um, But I'm like a much more like moody, closed kind of person. And she was very like, just this bright light. And I felt like I had to carry on her, our dream, but really like something that she was passionate about. You know, we like, we found this list in her room after she passed away and it was like a hundred things I want to do before I die. I'm like, who Whoa. even makes a list like that? Anyway, it was hilarious. And like, but had like really sweet things. Like I want to give every homeless man a hundred dollar bill, like things like this. And then like, I want to play in a stadium in front of like thousands of people and, and all, all these things. And so, you know, we, my family, we are so close and we already mm-hmm. were before this, but it made us just really, really close. And, um, we were able to, you know, we still do something every year off of her list and, and all of this, but my brothers were also incredible musicians. Um, and I thought, well, you know, let's, let's try playing in a band together. And so we started another band called Luna Loon and we played in that for six years. And that was really, I mean, I think I learned so much through this experience. One being, you know, every single day is so important and to just live it to the fullest and really, you know, follow your dreams. And I know that sounds so cliche, but I really did learn that. And from then it was like, there was no question. I was just going to do what I wanted to do and I was going to make it happen. And like, that was something she taught me, you know? And so that the music experience really has been something I, it hurts me that I don't do it as much now. I definitely still play and, and, and I'm still like working on new things, but um, I did pass the baton off. My little brother is incredible and he's going to like, he'll, he'll be somebody someday. Trust me. He's so good. So it's really cool. And like such a, a fun family thing that we have that. And we've now started a foundation called Sophie's Place, which is oh, music beautiful. therapy rooms and hospitals around the country. And it's like, it's everything. So, and we, you know, with everything I do now, I definitely, we give back to to that charity and really try and talk about it because I think it's such a, you know, we all love music. What would we do without it? I think it's everything. So, um, yeah. So that's kind of was like definitely a big part of the journey and gosh, where did I go from there? I'm like, I can't even. No, um, but with the, the music thing, I know, you know, she sings and in her family, they sing too. And it's interesting because I, you know, I've I've watched you online, obviously, and I've seen you do your music, and I've I feel even as a viewer an emotion behind your music that mm-hmm. it seemed like I'm understand. I just understand much more now hearing that story with your sister yeah. that it feels such there's such a strong pull with it that it seems like such a an emotionally powerful place for you. Yeah, you know, to see you do it and to see when you do it, and I've always wondered if you felt like you should be doing more of that or more of this because you have so much going on, you have the app, you have, you know, all this, all parts of your business. And every time I see you play music, I'm like, I wonder if she wishes she played more. Yeah. I mean, definitely 100%. I don't think there's any question about it. It's just hard. Like, I mean, for six years, I did it every single day. I was like at my peak, you know, and like, oh, we had it. Unfortunately, we ran into some really difficult spots where it was just like, okay, like, I don't know if this is the, my career choice, you know? And I was, I had just, I never let go of like my New York City love. I know it, I couldn't get it out of my head. 
And I was like, I have to move back there. Like, I don't even know why. I don't even know what I'm going to do there. Mm -hmm. But like, I just knew I had to move back here. And so I kind of got to that point where, I mean, my husband, um, he actually was the bass player in my band and we weren't dating right at the beginning, but we were really good friends. And so we kind of started like creating together actually just for fun. And I was like, well, this is awesome to have. Like, I never really had a creative partner or somebody that was down like I had other boyfriends that were like girl you crazy why are you like taking all these photos you know mm-hmm. and it was like I was shooting other people and like every single day I was still shooting my own looks and stuff for no reason other than that I loved it mm-hmm. and I was you know so it was really that was like another kind of just shift for me to find like a different creative outlet I think and that's kind of how, what led us here I guess but yeah like when we moved to New York how long ago was this like three and a half years ago mm-hmm. We literally had zero plan. Like you and Cole. Yeah. Uh-huh. Me and Cole. Yeah. Um, my husband. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I was like, we just have to move. We didn't have that much money. I'm like, I, he had a job that I was like, you got to leave it behind kind of a thing. He, he worked remotely, which was awesome. And they're so nice that they let him do that. That really helped us in the beginning. But I was shooting like backstage at fashion week. I was you know, contacting any everyone under the sun to to take their photos and like shoot for campaigns and, and stuff like that. So, you know, I, I think I was still and still am. I do a lot of that as well. I don't share as much as that, but we, we do shoot campaigns and creative direct a ton of stuff. So wow. that's like so fun that I still get to have that a, a part of my mm-hmm. business as well. Okay, I need to introduce you to a revolutionary new app, um, Superhuman. I have been doing these superhuman activations every single morning for the last three weeks. Let me just tell you, I kind of fell off of my game after I had the baby. Most of my time and energy was going to him still is, but I have been able to carve out time in the morning before I get into the swing with him. And I've been doing these activations. I do a lot of the shorter ones because I don't have a ton of time, but let me just say, this is new. Like this is a new type of audio that, um, are super energizing and really specifically designed to transform you into your future self. So I know a lot of us want to manifest things. I know a lot of us are thinking about planning for the future. Um, but a lot of us feel stuck. And so I've just felt like this has unstuck me in just the most beautiful way. So I've been doing a lot of their pep talks. I've been doing some of their writing activations. Uh, this morning I did the three morning questions. It was a seven minute, really vibey writing activation that I love. So I had my journal out. Um, yesterday I did a pep talk, uh, about tackling procrastination. There's a part of me that procrastinates quite a bit. So I'm just, I love this. I love this. There's going to be an activation for you for this moment, for this day. Uh, It's incredibly supportive. So we actually interviewed Mimi Bouchard, the founder, not too long ago. Check out that interview. Uh, And we have a sample of one of the activations on our feed. So you can check that out as well. It's way easier to implement into your routine and far more effective than any other audio app out there. I've just noticed that I'm doing it much more consistently. So please don't miss out on this crazy deal. They rarely do discounts. On top of the 14-day free trial, get over 
60% off your subscription for a limited time only at activation.com slash almost 30. Literally, there is no risk. If you change your mind and forget to cancel after the trial, you're covered by their money back guarantee. The offer is only available through their website, not on the app store. So that's activations.com slash almost 30 for 60% off. It expires soon. What's like the, just when you were talking about your singing and, and your sister, like, what does it feel like? How does it connect to like your spirituality? Like I just, sometimes I feel like with any creativity, whether it's photography, whether it's singing, like it almost is like a channeling of sorts. Mm -hmm. Like what has that experience been like? Yeah. Like, I mean, that for me is a super kind of out of body experience. Like I, um, really when I would first, when we first started playing, I was actually super shy when I played with my sister. She was like the show woman, like up there talking, making jokes. I was like in the back, just like moody playing guitar, like singing. I don't even know. And then it you always took, need a moody girl, honestly, though. you need a moody girl. But then I was like, okay, I got to step it up here. But like, I remember the first time I was on stage and I let, it was, you know, just me and my brothers. And I really thought, okay, I'm going to like perform. And I have never in my life, and I don't think I ever will have an adrenaline rush like that. Yeah. That feels like it's just a release and something that like you can only tap into in that experience. And like being able to look and like connect with so many people in this one instant, like while you're on stage, that is something that is like it changes you. It honestly does. And it sticks with you. And like I listen to music now. I hear somebody sing that's good and I just like start to cry. Same. I'm like, get it together. Same. But like I can't help it. I don't know what it is. There is something to like the vibration of someone's yeah. voice. And it does not everyone does that to me, but right. I do think there is like a cha- like a channeling of sorts yeah. of energy of vibration that totally. that music is able to carry. But yeah. I mean yeah. and I think that's what's super cool about Sophie's place. It's you know, all these kids can go into this room and they can write and record music, which is something that if you haven't ever tried it, you might not be good at it, but who cares? Just do it. It's actually like really interesting to see what comes out of you. And then, you know, you can also just like learn to sing or have people sing to you. Like kids learn to walk again and to talk again through, through music. And it's just, I think, you know, we're finally really getting more science behind all of that, which is so cool. But I think like that's going to be such a huge industry in the next while because i've just seen my myself so many people change through through the music so i'm like super lucky to be a part of it wow that list of 100 Mm -hmm. things before she dies is crazy i know that is so powerful for your family what have been some of the powerful experiences that you've done since from that list i mean Last Christmas, my dad gave us all envelopes with five. We each, it's a lot of money, <laughs> but we each had $500 and we walked around downtown oh, on yeah. Christmas Day and gave people $100 bills, which oh. was like amazing. Yeah. Um, another one was to go in a hot air balloon. And so one morning on the um, anniversary of her death, we all got together and went up through the mountains in this hot air balloon, which was just like, you know, when you're doing something in honor of somebody that, she really was, I mean, she affected so many people. After her death, it was like overwhelming how many people came forward to tell us these stories about her that were just, like you didn't even know she was doing all these amazing things, you know? And so I think like to to look back and to do something in honor of somebody like that, really just every single day you have a purpose, you know? And I think like 
it can get really hard, especially in everyone's life to find a reason every single day to do something. But, you know, every, every day is so beautiful. And I, I, I personally right now currently I'm going through really hard things that I find like just unfair. And, you know, I'm like, why? And I want to be sad, but it's like, you know what? No, there's so much to be happy about. And there's so many people to inspire and to give back to. And I feel like I I just really am really trying to find more of my purpose in that, especially, you know, with everything I do in my current business, like with the app and and all of these things, like we really try and make our business for other people. Like how can we make their lives better, make their lives easier? Like what, what's our, you know, driving purpose? Cause otherwise it's just a bunch of stuff and there's so much stuff. Yeah. You know, that is what I was so surprised about. I have your presets, like everything. Oh, thanks, like the girl. presets. I mean, I, I rep them all the time. The presets and the app. I was just so surprised. I'm like, she's giving it away. <laughs> Do you know? Like, yeah. I, I was like blown away. I'm like, this is a lot. Of, but then it's just it made more obvious how powerfully creative you are. Because I'm like, oh, she's giving a lot of it away. Which is editing's a lot of. A lot lot of what makes photos so beautiful. And then she's going to do this, but then you still had the ability to like up level and continue to up level and stay ahead of the trend. And I was just so surprised by that. And I I wanted to talk a little bit about Instagram in comparison and like, you know, Mm -hmm. you're in, you're in the game and you've managed to stand out and just be like such a refreshing face in the space. How do you think about that? You know, since your world is Instagram, do you look at other people? Do you not? Do you only do your own thing? Like staying inspired, but not comparing? What what is that like for you? I mean, I think this is an interesting topic and it's hard to get like real with it um, for me because to be honest with you, like, my core love about it is the creative part. And I I learned from a young age, like that being a creative person, if you give and like share your knowledge, like you grow more as a creative. And that like, so I've stuck to that from day one. And I think that's why I, from the get-go, I was like, I'm going to share how I did this. This is what I shot on. This is how I used to edit, blah, blah, blah. And like from the second I did that, that's when I started to grow and not just like in numbers, but just as a, as a person. And I pushed myself so, so hard to keep like, honestly, like one upping myself. Right. I mean, it's insane. Mm. Thanks guys. Like, um, so I'm like, Oh, that, how do legs do that? But I think, you know, even I was really fresh into the industry and I wrote a book and it's like, I didn't even know I, I'm not like the expert by any means. I just thought, okay, there isn't a book out there that I need. And so many people would ask me so many questions. I thought, let's just like talk about it. And so everything I do, I really am trying to kind of like make it an open space because I, I love seeing somebody be creative that never was before or think thought didn't think they were, if that makes sense. Like I, even my husband, he, came from a way different background than me and he is so creative and I had no idea. And I actually like judged him like thinking, Oh, you know, you're not this at all. But cause I came from my very, very artistic background. So I kind of loved that. And I loved like when Instagram came out, I remember I was in art school and all my friends were complaining. They're like, everybody now thinks they're a photographer. And this is so annoying. And I was like, it's actually awesome. All of a sudden everybody cares and, mm. and no one cared before. So You know, I think that's been the coolest part, but I will say, you know, 
you put so much out there, right? And when I came along in this industry, no one was really doing what I was doing. It was a lot more like street style, just like basic everything. And I love doing this storytelling thing. So I really stuck to that. And now I'm to a point where I, I hate talking about this because I hate talking about myself and I'm not trying to, but I just kind of feel like my identity got taken away from me and yes, I kind of gave it up. But at the same time, it is hard every day. Like sometimes I feel like I lost my roadmap. I'm like, where am I going? Like, cause I don't, if I'm doing the old me, I feel like that seems like I'm copying other people now because everybody, if that makes sense. So I'm like constantly trying to reinvent myself and that is the hardest part. And I, and I'm trying to also stay true to myself. Right. But I think that's, also the cool part, right? Of being a creative and pushing yourself to grow and really like adapt and change because that's part of it. But just continuing my voice and still having it is definitely a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. I I remember with us, if, you know, in the podcasting space or something, there was something that happened and my sister was like, or someone kind of copied, you know, what we were Mm -hmm. doing in a way. My sister was like, well, isn't that the point? You know, you want to get visibility and then people will want to do what you're doing. And I'm like, not necessarily, but it's like you want the visibility, you want people to respect you and love what you do. And with that comes, and with that, I didn't think about that coming. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't think about people taking the name, taking the, you know, the concept, the idea and everything like that. And I was like, oh, I guess that's what happens when I'm trying to do something that impacts a lot of people on a big level. But for you, I mean, I saw it, you know, in, in the industry, just what you were doing and then the alignment of like people picking up to like your type of filtering, your type of, you know, just the way that you shot. And I, I thought about, I think about you cause that would be hard to do that. That would be hard to manage to be like a leader and a visionary in the space and kind of see people doing what you're doing and, I, you know, it's like you're flattered. It's exciting. You want people to win. You don't want to be competitive, but yeah. also you're like, I work hard for this and this is my style and this is who I am. And there's just so many thoughts and emotions that come with it that I just, you know, I think about you in that way. Oh, thanks, girl. I feel, yeah. but you know, I think we all hear it like be authentic. Like that's if somebody's starting out and you're like, what's the advice? You know, so that's when it gets hard when you're like, well, what is the authentic me anymore? I, I feel like it's kind of like lost in this this thing that I created, which I'm so glad, like, I honestly couldn't be more happy if I just quit this job today and looked back, I'd be like, so happy with how it all went. Like I wouldn't change a thing, but you know, I think it's also good because it's just a challenge. Right. I mean, Mm -hmm. I think that's part of a creative job. If you talk to anybody that started a successful business like there have been other businesses that try and do the same thing because it's a proven thing and and so that's cool and i'm still learning and i'm still trying to you know so i'm here for it Mm -hmm. i think it's interesting too because like you know whether it's copying or whatever it is people jumping on kind of like a creative trend train or whatever it's like i think the point that kind of like makes your heart ache or at least like mine when i think about it is like they're missing the process that either you went through, we went through, whatever, where it's like the most important part of getting to that thing or producing that thing. And it, it almost makes that thing unique. So you risk just being lost in everything. That's why you're so successful because you've been so in and present to your process. So 
Yeah, I think about that a lot with, you know, people who just want to like skip all these steps and get mm-hmm. here, mm-hmm. which is okay, I think sometimes, but it's just you're robbing yourself of those little moments that like really like turn your engine on and like get you get you ahead in a way that is for the long game. Right. You know? No, I totally agree with you on that. And I think like that is such an interesting point because the long game is such a non-discussed topic right now Mm. everyone's just like quick quick like trying to you know i don't know like i'm really actually zooming out and right now i'm trying to focus on like what is the long game like what can i do and really what you know we live in we're consuming so much all the time and how do you make something that lasts longer than just a scroll on instagram you know so that's really something I'm focusing on and really trying to think about. And, you know, if I do talk to somebody that's starting out and asking me for advice, I I really do say like, you know, what do you care most about? And like, how can you bring that to life? I think like there is room for everybody. I don't think it's like oversaturated. I think there's so many ways you can use Instagram or like, you know, online blogging and, and all these, all the YouTube, whatever it is, all these mediums at, to your advantage. I think there's it's such a cool space that we live in now and it didn't exist before. And I think, you know, everyone can have a space, but it's really just standing out and having, and if it's real enough, like something you can talk about forever. That's, I guess that's what I'm trying to get yes. to is like, can you talk about that for 10, 20 years, whatever it is? Cause that you're going to have to, yeah. if you want to, you know, exist long enough in this. I'd love to know what that what your process looks like in terms of um, collaboration with your team, your husband, you know, where do you find time to be and just kind of let ideas come or, and when is it action time? Yeah, that's a good question. I think we go through, you know, kind of waves of Mm. different, um, because sometimes, you know, currently we've been creating so much so fast where, it's so stressful. I can't even like take the time to stop and think about if I love it or not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? nodding. You know, it's like sometimes you're just like, oh my gosh, yeah, I'm not I, even thinking. It's like I'm a just monster. Like, going like, through the motions. You're like, spread right? it to the print. Bye. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I was thinking about that in your Paris trip. I was like, damn, it is getting faster and faster. Oh, it was too fast. And so like- now I'm like, okay, I need to take a break, which I, you know, actually, we used to shoot every single day when we first started. And I, it, that was like my prime. So I look back at that and I'm like, what? Like if someone told me I had to do that now, I mean, yes, I do that during like fashion week and all these things, but I was creating like meaningful posts, like something I thought was like amazing every single day. Now, sometimes I'm like, screw it, stay on the corner. I don't, I don't time mm-hmm. because, but I am, you know, trying to work on other things mm-hmm. other than just that. So I don't feel guilty. I used to feel like, like I was letting myself down, you know, but I think creatively, my husband's a huge, like we bounce so many ideas off of each other and we didn't work well together at first. Uh, immediately, I would say. Partly because I was like this creative teacher and I felt like I went to school for this and I knew everything. He knew nothing and I wasn't letting him learn. I was just kind of like, no, this is how I want it. This is how you do it. And so he wasn't becoming a creative. He was just doing it. What I said. <laughs> Thank you, Cole. <laughs> I know. Um, you the <laughs> um, No, he's the sweetest. But so, really, what I remember learning, like, okay, whoa, I have to let you be on this journey too. And that's when we kind of started to find this really cool dynamic. And that's when our photos really started to go to the next level because we would just push each other and we'd be like, that's cool, but is it cool enough? Like every single photo. And 
And that's really when, you know, we started to turn it up a notch. And I think like if you can find a creative partner that you can really work well with, that's huge. And I wasn't willing to give it up, to be honest, like because I wanted to be I, you know, I had put so much work into it. I was like, no, like this is my thing. But then the second I like let other people in, that was like a really big um, shift for me. And we did everything ourselves for so long. We finally like have now hired other people. And I, and I really do think there's like power in like admitting that you can't do it all alone, you know, because I think it's really fun to do it, but it's also your mental health is a huge thing. And I was not healthy. I slept maybe three hours a night when we first moved here for two years. Oh my gosh. And I was, I would be stressed all the time. And I was like, you know, not myself, but my husband was like, this isn't going to happen anymore. Like we're going to bed, we're turning off. Like we have to do these things in order to be able to do it again the next day. And I, I have stuck to that. I've learned so much from that. I like, I'm really trying to focus more on like self care because I just, produce so much better when I'm I'm in that state and I think like my mom love her but man she does not stop like she is a workaholic and she is so good at what she does and like she doesn't sleep I learned it from her yeah but I really you know hope that she can can learn that because I I I just don't think it's healthy and there's no need yeah like I'm sorry like you got to take care of yourself, yeah. you know? I actually did want to talk about that, your self-care, like what you're doing now. How do you take care of yourself? Is it meditation practices? Do you take time off? Like what? what is your, your self-care? You know, I am still working on this process, but I definitely like work out every single day. That's my What do you jam. do for workout? I do just like hit workouts. Okay. Yeah. Like just around cardio. New York? I go to the, the gym. Okay, cool. Yeah. cool. yeah. Sometimes like hit a class, but... I can't be like too specific specific about time because yeah. yeah. I'm always like running around. But so we do a lot of that. And my husband works out with me. Like we are literally together 24 seven. I mean, Cole is fine. I mean, <laughs> he yes, is the cutest. Is Sometimes the I'll cutest. show Justin, my boyfriend, like his like outfits. I'm like, this is fresh. Huh? He's like, yeah, that's dope. I'm like, let's get it. Cole's got dope ass like, style too. Heart, right? yeah, literally. <laughs> literally. I'd Just like get to know it on Cole. <laughs> no, honestly, they're always like asking me, for, like girls are always asking me for Cole's Yo, outfits. I'm Cole's like, clothes are so fresh. Cole, you hear that? Start. Get going, boy. <laughs> get posted. No, but um, yeah, like so we, and that I think that's like also a challenge, right? Spending 24 seven with somebody, like we actually don't spend a lot of time apart which we don't necessarily need but at the same time I think I think it's good but we do enjoy I mean we literally love what we do mm. and so talking about business and and doing all these things is like fun and we I love coming up with ideas it's not like always work to do sometimes it feels like you know we're building this little baby from the ground up so you know we actually that's that's a ton of fun for us but he does you know he actually does a lot of meditation and he does a lot of that kind of thing I still need to do a lot of that but I actually play like if I'm just having a day I play a lot of music just like play my guitar sing it's like such a release for me it really is and I think that's like a huge thing. I don't. I don't know what else I do. Hang out with my friends, my family, <laughs> guys. What do I do? Help. I need a little self care. Literally, people ask me that. Like, what do you do? I'm like, what? What? <laughs> What's my name? I'm like, I'm here right now. Literally, yeah. like, I'm here right uh, now. What, what more do you want? From me? <laughs> that question of like, what are your ho- what is that Yo. thing that people? What are your hobbies or what do you do when you're not working? I'm, I'm like, like, what? It's not that I'm. We're yeah. always working. We are working most of the time, just like you. But it's like when we're not. It's just really nice to be. No, honestly, it's so nice to be like, okay, this is LOL. But last Christmas we got like a, um, 
Nintendo Switch oh, or wow. whatever. Okay, I've never been a gamer. Fun. This oh, is hold fun. up, I'm in. Okay. Your family, like your Mario family sounds or like, like the best. Okay, Mario you Kart's like... fun, but I'm all about the Super Smash Brothers. Oh. Like, I'm good, okay. actually, and my husband's this big gamer, and I'm like, actually can beat him, so I don't know what happened, but I think it's like a weird release. I'm like, this is so, I feel like a little kid. 100%. I think that's why I love it. Well, that completely takes, I understand, a lot of boy stuff I really understand, because that completely takes you out of what you're doing. Right. Like, with a lot of our yes. activities, it's like brunch with friends. It's like, you're kind of still in it. You're right. Kind, you're maybe talking about work. You're maybe kind of working. A lot of stuff I do is a little, it's it's adjacent to my uh-huh. life, mm-hmm. but that kind of thing is like, you're in the, you're on like an island with playing Bowser. You know, you can't like Honestly. be doing what you're doing because you're so in it <laughs> yeah. with that. Mm-hmm. And like sports yeah. and stuff too. Right. You're so in it. It's like that one thing that you, you know, are doing. Yeah. I wanted to ask as far as like the, being a creative, what was your business acumen like like how did you figure out how to make this such a sustainable business because that's something that you've done really well there's a lot of people that have a lot of followers you know and do the creative thing do influencing but you've really managed to have these areas and pillars of your business that are sustainable and that really really differentiate you well thank you um but yeah i think so it's an interesting question because i never set out to do this as a job so that's one part of that like i think i was always going to build my own business, right? I already had, I guess, a photography business and I was already always like designing things and, and working on that part of me. So when we moved here, I actually, I remember I I always was like telling my best friend who's like a lawyer and has nothing to do with this type of world. I was like, I want to like be a blogger, but I don't really get it. And I, I blogged forever. So I did it, but I didn't know how to make money off of it, right? And so I I saw this like potential, but I didn't really understand. And then when I moved to New York, I was like, oh, I I don't know. I talked to a couple people and I was like, okay, I finally it's starting to make sense to me. So I started to make money off that. And I was like, this is cool. Like that was just like kind of a side thing for me. I remember like when we talked about making the collage kit, which was our first actual product, I had no idea how to like sell a product or any of those things. And we made, Oh my gosh, so many mistakes. We actually did it all out of our apartment and we would have to take to the mail, like 150 boxes at a time. And it was like super heavy. And the mail hated us. It was people wanted this. We were like, what have we done? Uh Like it became, Oh my, my cousins would come over. We'd do like, a whole deal. They were really, they were a big part of the the process. But, you know, I just kind of like learned a lot from even just the beginning of that. And I would say like, if you want to start a product, like just go for it, try it out. You can learn so much like really quick, but there's so many, I mean, there's like Shopify out there and so many things that make it easy for, for new people. So I learned a lot, but I kind of think like, you know, we've kind of evolved and, and tried different things. I'm still learning a ton. I, I think like my big future plan is to have a brand that's like lives longer than me. You know what I mean? And and so I'm always looking for ways to to do that. And and luckily I have Cole who's also very in that headspace. And I think that's that's a really good balance that we have to be able to build those products together. But it is hard. I would say like, you know, you think you know so much, but you don't you really don't. Um, and like with the app, for example, that was kind of born because we had done the presets and we were, you know, we're helping all these people and we loved it, but there were so many people that were upset that you couldn't do it on your phone. And my husband calls a developer and he was like, let's try building this app. And I was like, okay. And that took us like for sure 
over a year to build and we gave up many times. It was mm. very difficult. We didn't know anything about how to, anyway, there's all this technical yeah. crap that I'm like, I'm not even going to try and tell you what it is. But yeah, that was just kind of like such a learning process and still like, but that's become such a, a cool thing. Cause that really was combining both of our passions. And I, and I think we're like so in love with doing it and have so many ideas for the future of it. So Justin's yeah. a developer too. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. We should have a little double date. I know, de- chat de- developer chat. double dates. Yeah, we <laughs> like, it is funny off. though, at the beginning, you know, with developer, just with Justin quickly, it's like, I didn't think that was a creative thing. And yeah. then when you really understand oh gosh, it, yeah. I mean, I'm sure Cole would say the same. Yep. When you really understand coding and development, it's very creative. It's the most creative thing ever because you could do it a million ways yep. and it's like, you're creating something out of nothing. Uh-huh. I, and that's where I'm like, oh my gosh, I was so rude. Uh-huh. I'm like, you're not creative. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, you're like painting over here. I'm you're like, like, you're not creative. Prove it. You know, <laughs> gosh. You're like, you're uh, music. Gosh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, so rude. But. What is um one misconception about uh, influencers and the influencing space? Like, what's a misconception you think people have? Gosh, there are so many. But I think, you know, maybe just like how much you actually have to do. I don't think like, I think what you see is so fun and so just like, you know, posting pictures every day, whoop-de-doo. But it's not even just that. And it's like, sure, there's so much creativity and like pushing yourself to do that every day is so extremely hard. And if anyone thinks it's easy, please go try it and let me know because you should take over. (laughs) But I think the biggest thing is just like how much of a business you have to run. You have to read contracts. You have to go back and forth with brands. Like you're not, you're a creative agency. You're like doing advertising. You're engaging with a community. You're, you know, it is just like, endless the list is endless and i think and the fact that you know when people get upset that influencers are starting brands i'm like well who's to say they wouldn't have done that regardless but also i just think that's so interesting because it's like you should be celebrating that you know where i think that's why i love instagram i think you can meet some of my very very best friends i met off instagram they lived in like different parts of the world and we're best friends now and i think you can connect with so many people so fast and that's what's really cool and we should be celebrating that rather than looking down on it yeah yeah and i think what other what people might also assume is that like we're like they think brands come in and they're like here's money and you're like great awesome i'll take it i kind of want to give like a behind the scenes of of how you choose partners and collaborations because there is so much thought and there are values and all of that so i'd love to know yours yeah i think like so i learned that lesson pretty early on because you know when you first see a brand and they say we want to pay you to do this you're like okay great done yeah and you know you're not even thinking when you first get into it that's like all you you're like sweet um Mm -hmm. you're like 300 bucks yeah i'd love to i would love that let me talk about this ice cream i don't even you know it's like what am i doing i don't even i do love ice cream but (laughs) hold up (laughs) um but i think you know for me the process is very we talk like, is this something we authentically actually like? And some, if it's like a beauty product, we have to use it for like a, a month before. That's something we always kind of stick to. And then, you know, we make sure I'm aligned with the brand creatively because I remember when I first started, a lot of brands would be like, well, that's not going to fit our aesthetic. And so I'm like, well, why would you hire? I'm, mm-hmm. I'm creating content for me and my community, not just for you. And like, there is a balance there, mm-hmm. right? But like I learned, you know, I don't necessarily go to every event and post a photo on an event because I that's there's not enough like creative process in that for me. And that wouldn't be, my followers would be bugged. They'd be like, what is this? Mm-hmm. You know, so I really try and stick true to that. And then also just, 
you know, what does the brand stand for? I mean, even during Fashion Week, there were several brands I I did not attend or did not go to certain things because I just didn't agree with, you know, decisions they make as a brand. And I think that's such a, you know, we're so quick to be called out these days. I think it's really hard to talk about things you care about. Or, and even if you are doing something wrong and you want to talk about it because you want to learn, you know, there's not really space for that. And I would love for that to change. I think it will be hard, but I, I'm trying to also figure out how to, how to be involved in that space. Mm. But you know, there's, I just think like when you're working with brands, you're also a brand and it's important to remember that. So staying true to your brand, if it doesn't fit, then it doesn't fit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's interesting about the speaking out thing. It is, you know, it's a challenging to know when, to know how, to know at what capacity, to know the implications if you do, if you do not, you know, especially with someone, you know, like, like your platform, I just sympathize with that because we are in that space too. And it's one of the most um, rewarding things, but it's also very challenging yeah. to kind of be, you know, speaking out like that. Last question for me. I wanted to know about a, like a big moment in your career where you're like, wow, I've really arrived. Not like you've arrived, you know, cause you never said you never arrived, but what's a moment where you're like, damn, I can't believe I'm here. That's such a good question. Well, I have one coming up. Oh, yay. Oh, can you talk about it? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. Mm, I think this, this will be, this will be out yeah, yeah. after. It's next week. Um, yeah, after. So, I mean, I just think it's so cool. I, there are brands that I dreamed of, like, shooting their fashion campaign since I was, like, a kid, you know? So, there are so many, like, of those little opportunities that have happened that I'm like, hold up. Like, I'm literally talking to the CEO of this brand, and they're, like, appreciating what I do. I don't even understand, you know? But um, somebody that I've always looked up to and that I think is doing so many things for the space is Rebecca Minkoff. And I love her. She is just like, oh, she's killing it. Agreed. And the first time I met her, she was just like, like treating me like we we're BFF. I'm like, sorry, I'm confused. I was like sweating. I'm like, I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> but she just emailed me about presenting her with an award next week and like being her date to this really amazing event. And I'm like, I was literally like shaking when I got the email. I'm like, what? And she's just like so cash. I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> but like to be like, you know, and she respects like so many women and is doing so much for women in the space. And I just... Like, I'm kind of just amazed that I'm even talking to her. You know what I mean? And I, and so I would say that to somebody that is just getting started or, ha- you know, it, it's not that far away. Something you want to do or somebody you want to talk to. Like, that's why Instagram's amazing. I mean, I DM people back every day. So many people. And people ask me some really hard questions. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I, I need, need a second. This is like a big real question. <laughs> yeah. You know, but like we're willing to talk and like answer and like kind of support. And like so many people did that for me. And so I really want to do that for other people. But yeah, I'm excited. That's wow. amazing. That's so really, stay tuned, guys. That feeling. Really we're going to like cool. come up with a little speech. I'm I know. nervous. Oh, what's so the wait, are you presenting? Yeah. Oh my God. And yeah. so, and her guest and presenting. Yeah. Oh my God. That is so cool. Yeah. Do you have a script or are you just going to like, well, I mean, I got we're the email here to stress you out. So let's yeah. talk about it. So how ready help. are you? You guys are funny. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Not ready at all. We'll so be like awesome. the clowns on the side. Like, <laughs> she's got I, sometimes we, we ask like what's in the future and I actually don't love that question, but I, I'd love to know like what you're really proud of right now. It doesn't have to be career necessarily. It can be, but just what you're really proud of right now. You know, I, recently heard somebody speak and they said something that just hit me so hard. And I, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm I, taking that thought and putting it in my soul because yeah. I, this like, is what I needed. 
this girl, she got up on stage and she was like, she was like screaming into a mic. And she was like, you guys, like my young child self would be freaking out if, if she knew I was doing this right now. And I was like, same though. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that was like, whoa, wow. like all you look, I don't think we take enough time to even just like appreciate the, the little things, but it's mm. like, oh my gosh, I live in New York. I figured it out. I like had no money when I moved here. I'm like, I can afford my rent, you know, like that honestly alone. Yeah. But just like, wow, I really am proud of myself for, you know, going after what I want. And like, yes, I'm still figuring it out. But you know what? I'm I'm proud of where how far I've come. I think it's like, I don't, I'm always afraid to say that because I feel like I'm not cocky. I don't know the word, you know, I just hate that. Yeah. But I really am. And I'm like trying to be just just own that more because I yes. think it's like good for yourself to hear that. You deserve it. You know? Yeah. I think a lot, of, you know, as women, we're just like, oh, <laughs> I know I can't, we're, I want to change that. You yeah, know what I, I mean? And it's like too. you saying that you're proud of yourself doesn't mean anything about anyone else. It know? also gives me, I'm like, yes. Yeah. Like, and it gives me confidence. Isn't that the goal yeah. of life you know? to be, make yourself proud? Yeah. yeah. Like I'm proud of myself. It's like, I hope, I hope people are proud of themselves. Yeah. And it doesn't mean you've never not been proud of yourself. No. Definitely. No. But it's like, it's okay for you to be mm-hmm. proud of who you are and what you're doing. Totally. That's the goal. Yeah. You want to work every day to do that. And don't you feel like when you hear somebody else say it, you're like, of course. Okay. Yeah. Hold totally. Up. Totally. And like, that's kind of like, you know, that's a huge deal. Even today, crossing the street and this crossing guard was the nicest ray of sunshine. <laughs> and I was like, holy crap, I'm going to go just. I don't even know what smile and give someone a pat on the back. <laughs> That's what you said it today. changed my day. You were like, should we point at everyone and smile? Yeah. yeah. I was like, hey, have a Because like, we were walking through like the Oculus and everyone's like looking down and like yeah. in their suits. Yeah. I was like, wouldn't it be fun if we were just like, hey man, have a great day. Yeah. Hey, you. Yeah. Go yeah. get them. I love it. Looking Buy good, buddy. Stock. I don't know. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah, that is being... I, I, when I was in New York, I was like, man, I love this place. Everyone's like doing their own shit. They're in their own world, blah, blah. But it is funny being back from LA because... We're like people. In LA, are, we're like, yeah, Hello. honestly, yeah. We keep we're like, hi. I'm we're like, like, I dreamed about what's you last an Ameri- night. What's an americano? And he's uh, like, it's a coffee. Yeah, literally, it's. A co- I'm like, isn't this a coffee shop? Can I ask you a question about coffee? No, like, no time like, for that. No time for no it. time. I was like, okay, I'll just get whatever. <laughs> but it is. There's like an air. They're like these. This girl's very not smart like, yeah. <laughs> no, they, oh don't my God. they don't know who they're talking to uh, thank you for being so open yeah. no, and oh my god and i like tears from oh, talking yeah i mean you know and i i think that you know your your process and your ability to like live and like live with her memory always just kind of with you and same with your family is just such such a it sounds so obvious, but it's a beautiful thing because I think the grieving process for a lot of people too, it kind of stops at a certain point in the grieving yeah. process. And that's not to say that it w- was not hard and, and all that. It's more just like being able to move through it, knowing mm-hmm. that one, you have your family and just like living with that memory and, yeah. and being able to always feel that when you're doing something that you love and that's exciting and, mm-hmm. and all of that. So I I know that it'll help a lot of people hearing that. So thank you. Well, my mom said something interesting to me on the phone yesterday, which I just think I should share because Mm -hmm. when you do go through something like that, you know, even after it's been as many years as it is, like you obviously are still feeling it. But 
somebody asked my mom, you know, how do you choose to carry on? And she said, I just decided my New Year's resolution was to choose joy every single day. Mm. And or to like find more joy. And, and and honestly, if you're seeking that, it really is such a a game changer because it's easy to just, you know, wallow and, and get in your own emotions. But like my sister would want me to do that and and she was doing that. And so like I think celebrating something that is so hard is is really good. And I think like if you can just even just try, doesn't mean you're doing it every day, but yeah. just trying, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's beautiful. It so it. beautiful. Thanks for being here. Where can our lovely community connect with you? Oh my gosh, guys, hit me up at Tezza on Instagram. Um, you can shop my stuff on www.shoptezza.com. What else? I'm like, what's my middle name? I know. I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, let me tell everyone. Uh, <laughs> Tezza app. Let's bring Chloe in here. Yeah. Tezza filters. <laughs> no more collages. Oh the yeah, book. we got collages. Collages still Insta you can get style. The, is Insta the book. styles on Amazon. Yep. Everything I've ever known is in there, guys. Mm-hmm. Promise. I didn't yeah. hold back. Um, what else? Yeah, just stay tuned. We got more coming. Yeah. Perfect. I can't wait. Thanks, guys. So Thank inspiring. You. All right, we love you. Right, Thanks for everyone. listening. We love you. Queen Tezza, thank you so much. New friend. I will Truly. find you again. <laughs> I will stalk Truly. you again. Oh no, I, I really adore her. She's I was, the homie. I was very energized by our conversation and she's just like, I don't know. Dude, I just love that. When people are doing the thing and they just have a huge falling and they fucking deserve it over a mm-hmm. hundred. And you a know? huge heart like her, you feel it. Feel it. I was like, I didn't want to believe it, but you, you have the biggest heart ever. Also too, it's funny, like with her, she was dressed like one of her Instagrams. Oh, people would I see know. my Instagram and then I come and I'm dressed like trash. Yeah, we're always like, shocking people in the opposite way. And keep people on their toes. <laughs> but she just over delivers. Yeah. Yeah. Love her so much. You can uh, learn more about Tezza by Tezza, T-E-Z-Z-A.com. And then the Tezza app, I mean, for life. Chloe on our team is obsessed. I I have it now and I'm exploring a new world, which is just incredible. Honestly. (laughs) Uh, She puts out a lot of free content for, for you to just learn more about like how to navigate this space of Instagram, creating all the things and just living and being a human in the world. So we love you and thank you. And we'd love to share a review of the week. It always means so much to us when you write a review for almost 30 podcasts. And we just want to kind of shout you out, give you some love. So this is from Bran. Uh, five stars, the best podcast ever. Thank you. My God. I've been listening to the Almost 30 podcast for a couple years now, since close to the beginning, I think. I love the authenticity and love that Krista and Lindsay have. They are living their best life and helping me to do so too. They keep it real, which always reminds me to remember to be myself and feel less alone as a 30-year-old woman in this crazy world. I am so grateful for this community they have created, and I love that I can always rely on a fun conversation or some real talk about the stuff we aren't hearing about in everyday conversations. Keep up your hard work, girls. It doesn't go unnoticed. Thank you, Bran. Oh my God. Thank you so much. Just taking a few moments to write a review on Apple podcasts means a lot to us. So we really appreciate it. Anytime you DM us or do anything like that, we we share it with the team and and we all take a collective breath of gratitude for every single one of you for always showing up and for being the kindest community out there. Uh, Just quickly too. So we are working really hard on your podcast pro. 
So we are going to have the digital courses available in January. And Lindsay and I have been working very hard with our team and with Teachable to get everything up and running and really beautiful and just perfect. It's it's going to be insane. It's going to be so good for you guys. So if you have a podcast, we help you grow and monetize. If you're interested in starting, we help you start. We walk mm-hmm. you through the process in a really you know fun beautiful way. And we're really looking forward to relaunching our courses this January. Yeah. We can't wait. Yourpodcastpro.com if you want to get information and yeah. Yeah. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for supporting us and one another. We feel it and we do this for you. So we will see you on the road. Almost30podcast.com slash tour. Can't wait to see you. And we hope you have a great rest of your day. We'll see you later. We love you. Goodbye.